With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Are you ready to awaken to the truth of your soul? Welcome to today's episode of I Dig Your Soul Podcast with your host, Nadia Khalil. Today's show, today is the 7th of May. It is a Friday. I love Fridays, and I don't even work outside of the home, and I still love Fridays. There's just something happy about starting a weekend. And I have questions, or maybe one question, that has many questions within it today from Liam in Ireland. So he has a question about how to... Do we reconcile a situation in our hearts where another soul is at odds with us through no fault of our own, but their own misconceptions? Do we try and approach them and work things out, even if it may reject that olive branch, even if they may reject that olive branch? How do we move on from another when they are set in their ways and seeing us in a negative light, even though it is their own beliefs that are off. I personally don't like falling out with anyone, but others seem fine with it and are a bit more callous in their dealings of life. Thanks. And, you know, I read this and I I feel like at times we try to do something impossible and that is to tell somebody else how to react to us and want them to do something to fix us or heal us or take care of whatever is bothering us. We will never, ever be able to control what another person thinks about us. Even if we are doing everything we think they want, my bigger question here is why are you feeling like you have to do everything somebody else wants? What's so important about somebody that you know thinking about you in the way that you want to be thought of? What do you need back from this? There's people who think things about me and I may be like cringe at the thought of what they might think. But what am I going to do that's going to make them think what I want them to think? Think about that turnaround, that twist in the plot of trying to get anyone 
to deal with the what we think they think are our misconceptions. Because now we're, one, assuming what they think, and the second thing is we want to change what we assume what they think. And then we want to blame them for not wanting to reach out when it's obviously their choice to do so. So how do you move on when you think someone else is thinking negatively about you? Because that's a tall order. If you were to live your life on what everybody thought about you, you would spend your lifetime trying to do that because it's not a place where you're going to get an answer. Nobody likes a fallout. People are not fine with fallouts. That's also an assumption. Believing that people are more callous because they're not doing what you want them to do or thinking what you want them to think about you doesn't mean we can come up with conclusions that we are actually saying they are doing that we are trying to fix or control in some way. You really think about that. That's like the trick, double trick, the little twist of, hey, I want you to think what I want you to think about me so that I could feel better because I'm assuming that this is what you think about me and that's why you don't want to be close to me or around me. Or maybe I did something and now I'm trying to rewrite what I've done or said. But the bottom line is we gravitate towards others for a reason. And when there is an energy exchange between us and another person, another soul, then we are able to exchange but when there isn't an energy exchange, one person does not want to be involved for whatever the reason is. You may never know. You may never know. But to put how you feel to such a point where you want to get them to do what you need them to do for you to feel good, that's a lot to ask of yourself. That puts a lot of pressure on you to have to keep thinking outside of yourself how you're going to control another person who's probably just living their life and is totally unaware of the fact that you are trying to do all of this or that you are putting all of this on them. And then because they're not responding, coming up with your own conclusions as to why and your own conclusion as to what you think they think of you and as to your own conclusion as to you feeling like you need to fix this and just keep going back to it. The real thing that matters here is not putting so much weight on other people's actions and lives. They have their life to live. They have their own challenges they have their own things that they are attending to. And you're attending to them. So you're putting your energy on somebody who's just going on living their life, doesn't even know you're trying to do all of this, or may be aware of it and has already made a decision 
It may not be the decision you like, but they made a decision. And you're like, well, I don't like that answer, so I want to fix it. Please let me fix it. And they're saying, hey, I've gone on. We've all had that at some point in our lives. But there's something that we say all the time here, and that is if the relationship is not right for one of the two souls, it ultimately is not right for both souls. You may have learned everything you needed to there. Trying to go back and rewrite the situation or go back and force an outcome that makes you feel better is just trying to do something that isn't yours to do. It just isn't yours to do. So how do you resolve this within yourself? How do you do that? How do you think you do that? And you have to ask yourself, why is this bugging me? Because at the end of the day, what matters most in your life are your intentions. If you feel you did your best, that's all you need. Because what are you going to do over your best? So how would you look at this situation in a different light? You would say things to yourself like, hey, you know what? I really don't like the way that worked out. And I can't fix it to the way I want to. I can't control it. I can't make that person respond to me. But what did I learn from this? I learned that maybe at the beginning, I don't take it there, whatever there was in this situation. And I I, I shouldn't walk around assuming what other people think about me and then want to answer what I think they think. Because what does that even accomplish? What do I want to accomplish here? Well, the ultimate goal is that I want to feel better. I want everyone to see me in a positive light, says everybody. I don't know many people who walk around going, I want people to not see me in a positive light. That's innate in us. That's natural in us. That's something we want. Nobody likes that falling out feeling or like they did something wrong or they hurt someone's feelings. Nobody wants to feel that. We all would love to go back to that fork in the road and repave it with the love we want it to have. But sometimes the lessons, the lessons is going back to things like what can I control and what's not in my hands? Why do I need that from them? Why is that person getting so much importance in my life over and above what I want to do today? Why can't I learn this lesson and still want to make sure that I get other people to think about me exactly what I want them to think about me? 
being seen in a negative light by somebody who may see through a negative lens is not something you're going to change. Or someone who has a positive stand in life and they say, hey, you know what? It may just be a matter that they don't have time to address the issues that is an issue to you and maybe nothing to them. There's so many answers that point at look back at yourself, ask yourself what matters most to you, and really, it's, it goes back to your intentions. What were my intentions? Why did I do that? What did I want back from it? Am I surprised that this happened? How would I expect someone to react if I told them this or if I did that? The questions truly are yours. The olive branch you're trying to extend to them, you have to extend to yourself first. You have to question yourself first. I think one of the biggest lessons in all of our lives is it all goes back to us. We're the one constant in our own lives. There's nobody else who's with us every step of the way, every instant of our life or in our thoughts. I know there were situations that while I was talking, I could feel something was going off the rails. While I was actually talking and I would hear my voice and I'd say, oh my gosh, that was really not okay. And I would cringe even at myself. Now when I look back, I laugh. I was just uncomfortable or I was nervous. And I know now when I get nervous, I talk too much. I start trying to fill in the gaps of time, that quiet moment that I don't, I don't feel comfortable in when I'm nervous. I learned a lot about myself from situations like that, where I'm like, oh, why did I say that? Why did I do that? Oh, that's not something I want to do again. But going back and looking at what you want to do again, what you don't want to do again, are why these things happen. Trying to go back and put in someone's mind what you want them to feel or think of you. I don't know if that's really a good measure of your time and good for you individually to have come back at you Every day, how are you going to do this? That becomes a little obsessive. But in truth, there's nothing you can really do about a situation like this. The great hope is that naturally one day, when you guys meet up again or run into each other, and they just look at you and they're like, hey, how are you? And you had all this going on, and they didn't know. They may not even remember. It really puts it in a, in a um, I want to say like a perspective light. Like, wow, I really thought about that a lot. And they don't even remember it. They don't even care. Why did I care? 
So your question on how do we move on from another when they are set in their ways and seeing us in a negative light, even though it is their own beliefs that are off, you decided their beliefs are off. They have a right to their beliefs. You may have also decided that they saw you in a negative light. And how do you move on? You've moved on. You've just decided to keep this with you when you moved on. And you have to be able to say, why am I holding on to this? Why did I decide their beliefs are off? Maybe my beliefs are off. Question yourself. Ask yourself. Ask yourself as well, is why do you want to spend so much energy on someone that you feel you just have nothing in common with, not even enough to discuss this issue? Interesting when something like this happens with someone very close to us, and if they're not responding to you, they may just need a break. You don't know what's going on in the rest of their lives. You don't know if they have a million things to do and this on the priority list is unable to be gotten to because everything else needs to be gotten to. We're really interesting as people. But trying to fix ourselves from the outside in is usually a losing battle. Things like this work themselves out over time, even if it's just you understanding the situation better over time. Like, hey, I really shouldn't have said or done that. Or, for no reason, they just didn't like me. Oh, they don't have to like you. Why is it important that they, that person likes you, feels okay about you? Why that person? Why not another person who you may have had the same circumstances with and you're like, oh, well, there's nothing I can do about it. Maybe them rejecting the olive branch that you tried to give out. Too late. Or they were trying to figure out what it is exactly that you wanted from them. Because when people start assuming things about us and they come to us and they just start talking to us from their point of view and the other person didn't see it coming or even thought about it to this level, they might get put off because they feel like, well, you're 10 steps ahead of them. They don't have time for this or they don't understand what happened. And then they realize that you just need them to feel a certain way about you because it's super hard to lie about energy, energy will always precede words. They can feel it. They can sense it just like you can. They don't know if they can get into such a conversation. But if it happens within families and these kinds of things, they will iron themselves out over time because time gives us perspective and it makes us objective. But I do, you know, I've known Liam for years, um, even before Facebook, when I was still just doing a blog. And so I get where you're coming from 
I get that high need of feeling like you're okay with others. I get all that. But at this point in time, the growth that I've seen you go through, taking on something like this is just asking for emotional interruption. This, this like, I want to say like a meteor coming down. It's, it's something that isn't yours to fix. This is where trust comes in. Trust of yourself and your surroundings and others that your best is out there even if it's just in heart and maybe not in actions or maybe in actions. I don't know. But those are all your questions. Go back to your intentions. I didn't mean it to come out like that. I didn't mean this to happen. I do feel bad about it. Oh, wow, that, that feels good to say. I did. I myself felt bad about it. Nothing is ever no fault of your own. That I found out, even when I didn't want things to be my fault, and fault even just trying to get something out of someone that they didn't want to give me. But it takes two to do the dance. If they're at odds with you, there had to be something, even if it was a conversation that they did not connect to or connect with. And then they realized pretty quickly, hey, you know what? This isn't my tribe. This isn't where I need to be. This isn't my issue. This isn't my thing. And you can't make it their thing. So when you say, do we try to approach them and work things out even if they may reject? Well, their, their rejection is an answer. They're saying, hey, stop trying, I'm done. Doesn't mean you're bad. It means stop trying, I'm done. And that's your answer. Oh, great, I can go on. I tried, I gave it my best shot. And now I have my answer. There's, there's a young man. He wanted, there's a girl, a, a man and a, a boy and a girl. And the girl liked the boy. And then by the time the boy asked the girl to go out, she already started dating someone else. But she didn't tell the other boy. He would send her a direct message. He tried to call her. She gave him her number. And she never responded. So he went where she was, and he waited for her. She was at work, and he waited for her. And all he wanted was an answer. He didn't want her to have to go out with him. No guy really wants to be in that position. But he did want to hear it from her because she just never responded. So he waited and she finally came out and she said, hey, you know what? I have a boyfriend now. And he said, hey, great. That's all I needed to know. And he never really bothered her again. So when I talked to him later, he said, you know, if it's meant to be, 
or I get to know her better. It's not going to happen now, but it may happen. But in the meantime, I'm going on with life. And I thought, wow, that's so cool. Imagine if everyone thought that. How much trouble and angst we would save ourselves from. A lot of trust in ourselves that we're going to be okay no matter what we face, why we face it, how we face it. At the end of the day, for the most part, we're going to wake up the next day and it's another opportunity to work life out in the best way we can see in our minds. I remember once waking up, and I don't know if I was dreaming or what was going on in my sleep, but when I woke up, I had to, like, remember where I was and what I was doing here. It was the weirdest feeling ever, like, oh, wait a minute. I'm I'm living in California now. I'm going to school. Oh, wow, that's so weird. It was like I had to remind myself where I was and what I was doing as a human being. It was the only time that ever happened to me. It was like a clean slate. I woke up and absolutely was not aware of where I was for a minute. And had to like fill in my mind and this is what you're doing and these are the people in your life. And it was just the most amazing feeling of understanding that whatever was in my life, I put there and now I'm living it. And this is how I live it. I fall asleep, I wake up and I start again. I fall asleep, I wake up and I start again. So now take that thought and ask yourself why when you wake up, this is what you fill in your mind. This is what you tell your mind you're here to do. And truly, it's what you're here to learn. You don't have to do anything in this situation. You don't have to decide who's callous and who isn't. You don't have to decide what someone else thinks about you. That's not your, none of those are your decisions to make. So it's like a truly futile exercise to take yourself through that. Deciding someone's off because they're not responding to you the way you want them to. Kinds of things take us down roads of feelings that start to hurt our self-worth where we start thinking well you know instead of thinking of all the people that love us we think of these people that we think we couldn't conquer control or get them to do what we needed from them and then we say i must be a bad person so and so won't even talk to me really we know that's not true You know, there's that saying, even a broken clock is right twice a day. Twice a day. Even a broken clock is right twice a day. So if a broken clock can be right twice a day, 
I sure can be right twice a day. Ha ha. But you're right a lot, Liam. And give yourself that feeling that whatever anyone else may think about you, one, it isn't in your control, in fear, doubt, worry, control, and guilt are all the ego stripping us of our most valuable asset, which is our time. It's our time. And this can rob you of days and years of your life. Because that question and series of questions all go back to everything we cannot control. And if we try to control it, then ego can take us down that road. We have a lot more to us than chasing balls down a hill. Deciding how other people feel and then acting on what we've decided and we've done this all by ourselves, we were judge and jury, isn't a way to solve things. It's a way to waste time mulling over things we actually do not know. So I hope that that was helpful Thank you for your question. I get these kinds of questions a lot. How do I make someone? And there you go. So you guys, have a great weekend. I will see you Monday morning. Bye-bye. You have been listening to today's Daily Dose of the I Dig Your Soul podcast. To learn more, visit www.nadiakhalil.com. Lucky Land Plus, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.